I mean, I was told by my film professor, there are films and there are movies. And sometimes you've got to know what you're walking into. Yeah. See, but I come from a time where movies were films. Christmas is finally here. It's been a very long and unbearable wait for me. I've been blasting Nat King Cole and Mariah Carey in my car since July, and everyone's been looking at me like I'm crazy. This is definitely just the most magical part of the year. I mean, the lights, the decorations, the music, it all just captures a beautiful, euphoric feeling that engrosses over all of us this year. Whether you don't think that Christmas is quote-unquote hitting for you this year because you're an adult and you don't really need gifts from Santa, it's still a magical time of the year. It's the time of the year where we're most reflective, where we really appreciate what we have the most. Christmas wouldn't really be Christmas without the good Christmas flicks. That's exactly what I'm gifting for you today, a nice chunky list of a lot of incredible Christmas films to really get yourself in the mood, in the vibe of the season. Nothing like a cool night with some hot cocoa, some popcorn, some cookies, maybe some milk if you don't leave some out for Santa, and just put on a nice good film. So in today's presentation, I have 15 one-five movies that are going to be incredible for a nice, cool night to really get yourself into that mood. But before those 15, I have a nice little list of honorable mentions that didn't quite make it to the main list. All right, so starting off the honorable mentions, I have all of the Star Wars films and all of the Harry Potter films. Both those franchises are just somewhat perfect for December, and it's just really good for this entire season. Captures that feeling. I'm starting to chip through all of the Star Wars films. It's really incredible so far. And Harry Potter, I watched last year. It's cool seeing how all these films really progress throughout the year, going through Thanksgiving, seeing the year change and the leaves start to fall off the trees. That's what makes Harry Potter incredible. And Star Wars, it's sci-fi. They don't celebrate Christmas, but still, it just is good for December since all of them release around that time. You can find all the Star Wars films on Disney+, Plus, and all of the Harry Potter films are over on Peacock for you. Another piece of Disney Plus content is the Good Luck Charlie special. I absolutely love this one. It just missed the main list. I was so sad when it didn't make it. But this film is incredible, absolutely perfect. One of the best Disney Channel movies and one of the best TV show spinoffs from Disney that they've ever done. And just speaking of TV and TV specials, there's a lot of TV specials that are just incredible, like Seinfeld. Phineas and Ferb has a great one as well. I just couldn't really pick just one for this main list, so just watch them all. Also on Disney Plus is The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a little bit of a wild card. It plays both sides. Kind of more of a Halloween film, but also a Christmas film. That's why I also mentioned it in our fall episode as well. Nightmare Before Christmas is definitely a great watch, but I wouldn't really solidify it as one or the other for Halloween or Christmas. So whatever you want to do. And the last honorable mention, more of a cinephile film bro pick for me. The Hunt, it's on Amazon Prime, a foreign film starring Mads Mikkelsen. It is incredibly tragic. It also takes place around Thanksgiving and Christmas. It'll probably make you cry and leave you emotionally destroyed like it did for me these past few weeks. So if you want more of a somber watch when you're alone at home and don't really have much to do, this is it. This is definitely that movie for you. Well, that wraps up all the honorable mention picks for you. I'll leave all these in the show notes below, but we're going to go ahead and dive into the main 15. How this list is going to work is that we're really going to be ranking these based off of the average letterbox rating so going from lowest to highest whatever they decided to rank on letterbox is what we're going to be going after here so we'll let you know where to watch these films and what they're rated on there as well so without the way i'll go ahead and stop my yapping and dive into the main 15 that i've chosen that i think are just absolutely perfect for christmas all right so first on the list and also the lowest rated on the list is alvin and the chipmunks from 2007 a film that i watched quite a bit growing up but it's also just the lowest rated on here I rated a two and a half out of five and also two and a half out of five on Letterboxd is the average rating. Overall, a pretty 
a somewhat mediocre film. As a kid, I definitely enjoyed it. If I watched it today, probably wouldn't really like it. But I wanted to have a little bit of versatility in here between quote-unquote bad films and quote-unquote good films. But Alvin and the Chipmunks, definitely a film that's in dire need of a reboot. I feel like Hollywood doesn't, doesn't really know what to do with this franchise. Henceforth, they gave it four movies for some reason, and we didn't even get a Man of Steel sequel. That's weird. Still, a great watch. It is absolutely fulfilling of the Christmas need, and one that you probably haven't seen in a while. You can find this one on HBO Max, and overall, I mean, I think it may be worth your time if you wanted to. Next up on the list, and in my opinion, one of the most underrated films of I think all time daddy's home too with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell incredible I think average rating of 2.5 on Letterboxd but still I enjoy it I love it I will die by this movie easily if I watch it today a four and a half out of five or five out of five Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell are the comedy duo you never really knew you needed and throw them in Christmas it's perfect in my opinion you can either rent this one or maybe find it on cable I think that they really play this one a lot over there keeping it pushing with our next pick a film that I believe is one of the most underrated overlooked Marvel movies of all time Iron Man 3 I think that Iron Man 3 is just incredibly well done from the first time I watched it as I was a kid to a few years ago when I rewatched it. It just still holds up. It still lives up. I miss good MCU stories and good MCU characters. And this is just incredible. A banger soundtrack. The best character in the MCU is set at the best time of the year. Comedy's on point. Action's on point. The emotion is there. You can find this one over on Disney Plus and you should watch it every year, in my opinion. It's one of the best. So earlier I talked about how Good Luck Charlie got a little bit pushed out of this main list. Very sad, but the reason that is is because I had to throw in Merry Christmas Drake and Josh special. This is, in my opinion, a cinematic masterpiece in every facet. As a kid, I was bawling my eyes out. Incredible acting, a brilliant screenplay. Drake and Josh at their best at the best time of the year. What more do you want? I believe Christopher Nolan watched this movie and knew Josh Peck had to star in his magnum opus Oppenheimer just by his performance in this movie. I feel like we don't get a lot of TV show movies because after this came out, nothing could really compete with it. Nothing could be on par with the Drake and Josh Christmas movie, and that's why I love it so much. If you want to watch this one, you're going to have to rent it, but it's absolutely worth every single penny and more if you want to visit this one this year. Next up, a film that we're going to be talking about later this month is The Polar Express, a film that I absolutely adore with my entire being. Watching it every single Christmas back in school, the teacher popping in that VHS tape, I knew that the masterpiece was coming on The Polar Express. Robert Zemeckis delivers a beautifully animated movie, an incredible scored soundtrack from Alan Silvestri, incredible acting from Tom Hanks. It's truly really everything that I want inside of a Christmas film. I watched it last year. It feels like I'm a little kid being read a book. I feel like I'm Fred Savage in The Princess Bride when I throw this one on. You can find this one on Paramount+. Plus, and in my opinion, even though it's a masterpiece, Letterboxd only gave it a 3.2 out of 5 stars. Next up, would it really be Christmas without How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey? The answer is a resounding no, it would not be. This film is absolutely incredible, a dang near masterpiece, a film that I hold dear to my heart since I watched it ever since I was a little boy and used to watch it again this year. This film is really the peak of live action remakes, never will be topped ever, and also one of Jim Carrey's best performances in a already pretty underrated filmography, even though he's so iconic. I think everything in this film, from the comedy to the CGI, the costume design, will never really ever get stale. I think this film's going to age like fine wine. It's over 20 years old at this point. came out in 2000. Ron Howard really gifted us a timeless masterpiece, in my opinion. You can find this film on Paramount+, Plus, and there's a solid chance you find me lock this film like 10 times before the month is over. Alright, we got about 9 movies left, but really... 
the film that we all knew would be on here before John Favreau went into the MCU and changed the game forever for Hollywood. He started out with a little Christmas flick called Elf with Will Ferrell, a movie that is really iconic and is always comedically perfect and really has become more of the face of Christmas somehow in the past few years. I mean, rightfully so, Will Ferrell, Zoe Deschanel are absolutely perfect in this film, and there's really little to say that's wrong with it. It may just be perfect. Coming up on its 20th anniversary, if you had to ask what's the most iconic Christmas film of the last 20 years, this would be probably number one. This holiday, discover your inner elf with elf and watch this one on HBO Max. Moving on into our number eight spot, DreamWorks is known for a lot of movies. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, you have Puss in Boots, Shrek, Kung Fu Panda, How to Train Your Dragon, Prince of Egypt. The list goes on. There's so many incredible, prestigious animation that really lies in this one studio. There is also one other movie that really got lost in all the noise of this studio and really the noise of its entire release here. Didn't make a lot of money. Has a little bit of a cult following, but in my opinion, Rise of the Guardians is one of the best films to trip into this year. Chris Pine. Hugh Jackman, an incredible cast all around, but this film is really something special and beautiful. The director of this film, Peter Ramsey, also went on to work on Spider-Verse, and he really showed that he's always had this edge in writing and animation, but never really had a chance to show it off. I mean, it's kind of confusing with Chris Pine, Alec Baldwin, Jude Law, Hugh Jackman. You have Guillermo del Toro producing this film as well. This film just kind of missed the mark for a lot of people. It's a little weird, but overall, a very thematically rich, beautiful emotion that is just perfect for this year. You're going to have to rent this one, but I'd say it's definitely worth your time and your money to revisit a overall pretty underrated movie. All right, chipping into the number seven spot, another animated film, but this one's stop motion animated, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964, an absolute classic. Another film that you knew would be on this list, but it was just a matter of where it would fall. The fact that everyone in this little town called him a weirdo, his family, his friends, his crush even thought he was a little weird. Santa starting five, Blitzen, Dasher, Prancer, all called him a pretty boy, a weirdo. This has to be one of the greatest getbacks in human history. Martians had the death beam pointed at Earth. Santa called him up, Rudolph, I need you. Let's go get a win. Let's go get the spread. Let's go win a championship. And they did just that. And ever since then, he's been the starting point guard for this entire team. That's my motivation. I don't know what is. But all jokes aside, overall, a great story. I love the just atmosphere, the vibe that this movie gives off, the stop motion. It just really is everything. It's everything that I want it to be. It's everything that I need it to be. And I can never get enough of it. I could watch the movie on repeat for the rest of my life if I wanted to. If you want to watch this film, they usually play it on cable like every year for a few nights. But you can also find this one on streaming for a few dollars to pick it up. Definitely worth your money, though. I mean, this movie is absolutely perfect. Next up in the number six spot, another movie that you knew would be here just a matter of when, A Christmas Story. Absolutely iconic, absolutely perfect, incredible story, incredible characters that will live on forever. If you had asked me, Logan, what are some movies that would really define your childhood? A Christmas Story is definitely one of those. I mean, a movie that you definitely watched every single year as a kid. Not really in school, but definitely at home. TBS, I remember, played this movie on repeat for 24 hours, which is very impressive, but absolutely understandable why. Not even too complex of a story. He just wants a BB gun for Christmas. Hey, kid, you're going to shoot your eye out. No, I'm not. He literally does it in the very end of the film. Kind of crazy. I mean, it's only 93 minutes long, but somehow still found a way to really edge so many moments and iconic scenery into my brain forever. Looking back on it, it may not be, you know, the most well-executed film if you're looking at it objectively, but definitely one of the most iconic. Top five. Easy. Now, when I was making this list, I wanted to have a little bit of just flexibility 
for you. So if you wanted a little bit of comedy, this, that, whatever, you would have it. Henceforth, Iron Man 3, back at the beginning. Here, again, Gremlins is also a Christmas film. If you want some Christmas horror, this is probably the best one ever. You know, I do talk a lot about having a very limited skill set when it comes to horror movies. This is really all that it is, just Gremlins 1984 and Gremlins 2, which is like 1990, I think. Incredible films. I mean, these are iconic, classic Gizmo, one of the best characters in all of film, in my opinion. And it's perfect. And it's also very scary. Absolutely spooked me as a kid. It definitely did scare me as a kid, but also just really did want a Mogwai after I was done with this. I still can't even find a little Gizmo plush. I, I have no idea where to find it. I looked on Amazon, eBay, no idea where to find them at all. But if you happen to know where, let me know, please. If you want to watch this movie, go over to HBO Max, pop it on. It's definitely worth your time for a nice little Christmas spook. Okay, so number four, another movie that you knew would be here just a matter of when, Home Alone, 1990. But I'll kind of just combo this with Home Alone 2. I mean, they, they both, you know, kind of have similar ratings, and it's hard picking between one or the other. So Home Alone 2 as well. This Home Alone 1 and 2 kind of wombo combo these two together. Absolutely iconic. Maybe the most iconic Christmas movie ever made. And also just outside of it being a great Christmas film, a really good movie just in general. A really cool character study on this 11-year-old boy and seeing him just pack up Joe Pesci at the very end is always so fun. But outside of that little like 12 minute sequence, there's another like hour that's just here. And it's so good of just such incredible characters between the mom and the son that really hits home every single year and always will. And every time I watch both these films, that mac and cheese looks absolutely exquisite. And that pizza looks absolutely just scrumptious every single frame. He's really grubbing and munching on such good eats every single time. And also makes me very jealous that he's just getting to eat such good food when he's left alone. But if you want to tap back into Home Alone 1 and 2, go ahead and hop over to Disney+. Plus. That's where you can watch it. You know, enough said about this film. It's, it, it's everything that you know it is already. Masterpiece, banger, moving on. All right, so now we're going into the top three territory here. Getting a little bit serious, not going to lie. We all know about this one movie, Charlie Brown Christmas. Very emotional character story. Charlie Brown, a blockhead, an idiot. Stupid by all facets, just wanting to be happy. It's so sad. It's just a very weirdly dark movie. For a kid's movie, this movie is very dark. He talks about depression. He doesn't really know what his purpose is or his meaning and he tries to find that in Christmas it's so weirdly dark for some reason and yet kids love it it's a little weird and also Snoopy once again he goes through his World War One arc and I know a lot of people say that he's not a war criminal he is I don't care anything about the Geneva Convention not being established in World War One him and Red Baron committed countless war crimes killed countless innocent people he deserves to be in jail he's icon he's a good character I'm not, I'm not trying to cancel Snoopy but he deserves to be canceled by all me him and Woodstock him and Woodstock were doing absolutely terrible horrific things throughout all of these films and I'm, I'm, I'm done ignoring it still outside of that I mean this movie is just incredible great iconic music I mean you, you know the soundtrack it's absolutely a banger it's playing in your head right now I, I can already hear it. definitely much more of a depressing watch but also just one that really wouldn't feel like Christmas if I didn't throw on Charlie Brown Christmas so that wraps up this pick we're gonna be talking about this movie later on the month before Christmas comes around so I'll kind of save my yapping for that but you can find this one over on Apple TV that's where all the Charlie Brown films are you already know it's worth your time and you're already going to be watching it either on apple tv or on cable or rent it whatever you want to do watch this movie as soon as possible all right so going to the number two spot once again this is just going based off of the average letterbox rankings feels up to me this movie might be number one that's our most recent christmas film ever the holdovers from this year is in my opinion one of the best films of the year one of the best christmas films of all time it's absolutely perfect 
I think Alexander Payne really delivered a incredible movie. Paul Giamatti gave one of the best performances of the entire year. I would honestly maybe put it above films that we said before. You know, Christmas Story, it might be above it. I'm not going to lie. I really haven't gotten enough of this movie, and, and I want to see it again already. I want to see it like four or five more times if I can. But if you had any questions of if The Holdovers is worth your time, it definitely is. This movie feels like it was just made like 30 years ago and we're just now getting it. It just has all of the right notes and all the right beats for a film from the 80s and 70s. And you feel it just from the cinematography, the score, the soundtrack, simple, just characters sitting down inside of a diner, just a shot reverse shot just is perfectly done. Beautiful screenplay, beautiful acting, everything. Uh, you know, we, we already did an episode on this earlier. I'll just kind of echo what I said there already, but it's worth your time. I'm going to be collecting residual checks from Alexander Payne by how much I recommend this film because it just really is that good. It really is just one of the best of the year. So that's it. The Holdovers, you can rent this one. And if you had to watch any movie in general next, it'd be this movie. Like, watch it tonight, like right now. All right, so now going into the number one spot all time. I think one of the best ever. That's what everyone on Letterboxd believes, and honestly, what I believe as well. The oldest film on this list, It's a Wonderful Life, 1964. You already knew it was going to be here. You already knew it was going to be one of the best ever. Really, I mean, I, I watched it last year for the first time, and I was really taken back by just how modern it feels. I mean, themes that really will all forever be timeless. A character in a story that really isn't doing anything crazy, complex, but just finds a way to be absolutely perfect in every way i mean the story of this character george bailey that we see is a character that we can all see inside of ourselves if we just really aren't too careful with the decisions that we make in life and that's what really this entire film feels like it's about making the right decisions and really even if you made the right ones decisions have consequences good or bad you're gonna have to deal with it you're gonna have to just take accountability on all of your decisions all of the outcomes of everything good or bad it's always still in your control and your morality and your just overall character will be affected by all the decisions that you make and it's just really sad it's just so real somehow and even though movies are all fake i mean these are just pictures and actors reading off of a script piece of paper yet somehow can hit hard hit so close to home films like this really show why i love movies and why i appreciate film and cinema so it's a wonderful life is definitely worth your time even outside of christmas but christmas especially this movie will hit even harder you can find this film on this random streaming service called plex for free but if you don't have that or don't really want to go through the ads a higher quality way to watch this movie would be on amazon prime and yeah that's just about it enough said for it's a wonderful life definitely a banger all right, now before I send you guys out to watch some more films, it's time for our really not-so-big podcast segment, The Big Question. This episode's big question is, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Or really, what makes a good Christmas movie? It's really kind of all up in the air. I know films like Die Hard are really controversial for what makes a good Christmas film, but I think it's whatever you really want it to be. For me, it may be Empire Strikes Back, or for you, it may just be Alvin and the Chipmunks, or The Holdovers. So just let me know what's your favorite Christmas film. I have an idea for what makes a good Christmas film, but I want to see what you guys think. All right, that wraps up this episode of the Quarters from a Podcast. You know where to find us, all of our socials linked down below. Make sure you stay around with these next few weeks. We got the Polar Express, Charlie Brown Christmas, as well as a bunch of other fun episodes outside of Christmas. This episode drops on Monday. On Monday night, I'm going to be going to see The Boy and Heron from Studio Ghibli. Have an early screening for that. Going to be an episode on that on Wednesday morning. I can't wait for that movie. It should be incredible. Until then, a very Merry Christmas. Or if you don't celebrate Christmas, then Happy Holidays. And until then, I'm Real Slogan, and I'll see you guys in the movies.